Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. And this is the Success in the New Retirement podcast with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. My name is Mark Owens, and it's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. All the information, you can find it at successinthenewretirement.com. Damon, Matt, we spend our entire life, 40 years, 50 years, working on that nest egg. I think it's important to say your entire life has been building towards this moment. Why not take 60 minutes, an hour and a half to sit down with the team at Acute Wealth and put that plan together? But about how long should we prepare for that initial consultation? Well, I'll answer your first question is why we don't do it. It's because as human beings, you know, if something looks kind of intimidating or we may not want to face the truth or for whatever reason, we have a tendency to just procrastinate some of that type of stuff. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we're worried that we're going to walk into some place and they're going to say, oh, you haven't done enough to prepare for retirement and you're going to have to work for the next 15, 20 years, and you made this mistake, this mistake. And what's refreshing is most people that come in, we find out and we can structure their things so that they're in a better spot than they even thought. And so instead of it being like this terrible process and that they're they're stressed out and it causes more anxiety, it actually takes a lot of that away because they realize, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that I had this strategy or if I repositioned this asset in this way, or if I did this, or if I took this step, that I would be that much closer. And I've had multiple times where someone's walked in the office and like, when do you want to retire? And they're like, I don't, I have no idea. I I feel like I'm going to have to work till I'm, you know, 70. And you've been able to look at all their stuff and turn around to them and say, uh, do you want to retire tomorrow? And they about fall out of the chair because they didn't realize that they were that prepared. But when we crunched the numbers, we figured out what they needed to do. They could make that happen. And now when they went to work, it was because they wanted to instead of because they had to be there. And so, again, I would tell people that the intimidation or the fear or some of those things that prevents us from taking that step and getting prepared, in most cases, it's not even warranted. And it's important to get this stuff done because the sooner you can address it, the sooner you can be focused on the goals and objectives that you need to get done for the next year or two or five years or whatever it might be before you're planning on retiring, the sooner you can get that rolling, the closer and the faster you will, that goal will be to, to your doorstep and you'll have that opportunity to finally say, okay, I'm selling off into the sunset, I'm retiring, mm-hmm. things are good. Yeah. And so, you know, make the call, but, you know, don't put that off because again, it doesn't do you any good and it does, and it puts you further behind where you want to be. Um, and Mark, to, to answer that second question, um, you know, coming in is is not uh, an intimidating thing. It's uh, yes, you 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 want to come in, kind of armed with your your different assets. So bring your taxes in, bring bring your statements in uh, under you know bring your your social security statements. Or if you don't have them, we can help you look them up really easily. But sitting down on that first appointment, it's it's just an opportunity for us to understand where you're at, uh, what you've done already, and there's no judgment there. It's just you know, hey, let's look at what you have and what you, where is it you want to go so that then we can take the information that you give us and create, start creating this plan and help you better really understand where you sit. And, and understanding that always opens up the door to say, oh, this isn't going to be so difficult. This isn't going to be that hard. I'm, I'm already 75% of the way there. I'm 99% of the way there. And, you know, one of the, the best appointments is when we sit with someone and we're able to tell them, look, you could retire tomorrow, even if they're not ready to. That's a great 
great feeling. And and wouldn't you rather that than than sit and stress and have anxiety about am I going to be able to retire? Mm-hmm. Am I going to be able to retire? At least you'll have answers, and now you can move forward. Four eight zero six eight zero six eight six eight. Always online at success in the new retirement dot com. You know we talk about being frugal and how to be smart with your money. I think we're all kind of fans of Warren Buffett, 91 years old, sixth richest man in the world worth. What do you think his net worth is now as we roll into 2022? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Billions, you know, what? Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Take a guess. I, no, go ahead. I, I don't know. $104 billion to be exact. But big reason is that it's because he is very frugal. He still lives in the same starter home he bought in 58. Uh, He starts his day with a McDonald's breakfast. He claims he's never spent more than $5 on his breakfast. Plus, he doesn't have big expensive hobbies. Here's Warren Buffett talking to CBS Sunday Morning about one of his hobbies that takes up, you know, about eight hours a week. If I'm playing bridge and a naked woman walks by, I don't even see her. (laughs) Don't test me on that. I, I one time said that, you know, that I wouldn't mind going to jail if I had the right three cellmates so we could play bridge all the time. In fact, I might even prefer it. So we're talking about being frugal in retirement as well. Like, do you have some tips on or how, what do you tell your clients the best way to stay sharp, stay frugal even after they retire? For a lot of people, the word budget feels like handcuffs. Right. And a lot of times people that are successful, they'll come in and say, you know, man, we haven't lived on a budget in a long time. But interestingly enough, people like a Warren Buffett or other people that have done really well have a budget. And it's not that, you know, the budget, obviously, with billions of dollars, uh, he can buy whatever he wants. But it's a matter of deciding what do you want to spend your money on? Right. A lot of people in going through this process with us will realize, oh, my gosh, we were spending this, this and this on, on things we didn't want to. And if we could if we just did allocated funds here, we could retire a year earlier or we could do this or we could do that. And so understanding and creating a, a retirement plan does encompass being able to understand what it is that you're going to need to be able to continue to live your lifestyle. When people come in, our goal isn't to say, hey, get ready because you're going to have to live on 50 percent and change your lifestyle to the worst 50 percent. Right. No, it's like, what does it take you to live now and how do you want to continue to live into retirement? And so what kind of income is it going to take to create that? And in order to create that, here are the different steps to do that so that then when you get to that that doorstep and that or that cliff where you say, okay, I'm ready to step off that cliff and retire and my my monthly income from X, Y, Z company is going to stop. That I can, that I'm not taking a huge, just, you know, bungee jump. I'm actually just walking to the next step and I'm going straight across and I'm, and my lifestyle isn't changing, Mm -hmm. but that takes preparation and it takes time. And so, you know, budget is an interesting word. We try to help people just talk about the retirement plan that they're going to have and the type of income that they want and need to be able to do the things like travel, to go visit the grandkids, to, to do whatever it is. And then, and then doing that. And the other thing that we'll tell tell people as well is, you know, your first six months of retirement, you're probably going to spend more than you will in the second six months. Why is that? Every day is a Saturday now, yeah. right? Think, <laughs> think about when you're off work, what do you do? 
Well, sometimes you're doing projects and things like that, which you go to the store, you go to Home Depot, you buy things, you go out to eat, you do those things because you have more time. And so you're settling in to a period of time where your life is changing and you're figuring out, am I going to be like Warren Buffett and play bridge a bunch? Cause that's what I love to do. Or am I going to play golf or am I going to volunteer at my church or whatever it is? Those are the things you start to spend time on. And then you settle in and you say, okay, this is, this is kind of how much I think we need to live on and it allows us to vacation. And, and to do all those things, because surprisingly or not, I haven't met one person that wants to be on vacation 365 days a year in retirement mm-hmm. because it gets old. I mean, could you imagine vacation getting old? But it, <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, but it's a matter of spending the time where people want to, where they want to be and what they want to do. And then creating a budget around that, not to create handcuffs uh, for you in retirement. Do you ever run into clients who have worked their entire life? They have a great nest egg. They're completely set for retirement. They're never going to run out of money. And you have to say, go spend your money. This is what you've worked for. Go spend it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> people don't, uh, you know, zebras don't change their stripes, right? People don't change who they are and, and the savers continue to be savers. And, um, you know, a lot of times, uh, in a marriage or they've got a significant other, ideally, you know, a lot of times we marry somebody a little bit different than us. And that helps those savers actually get out and spend some money, helps those that are more introverted, get, you know, a little bit more extroverted and whatever. But it's interesting how many clients that, that come in and one of the the more fun things that that Matt and I do is to be able to outline a plan to show somebody who's one of these savers how they can spend a little bit more money and do some of those things and it's interesting because you watch and they get this little smile on their face you know like can I really do this are Mm. you giving me permission to go and do this because it's it's not how I'm wired Right. Yeah. Um, and so a couple examples of that. I've got, you know, this couple that uh, didn't have any kids and they've they worked. They both worked and they saved. And and they, we sat down about a year and a half ago. Actually, it was two and a half years ago. Um, and we sat down and, and I just looked at them and I said, look, you guys, you guys have X amount of money just sitting in the bank, Mm -hmm. right? Because they're also very conservative. So we've done some real conservative things for them. And I was able to show them how we'd grown their stuff over the last few years. And I just said to him, look, you're not getting any younger. Mm. And especially to the wife, I said, what is it you really want to do? And what have you always wanted to do? And she kind of looked around. She's like, well, I've wanted to see the Northwest. I wanted to go and do this. And so, you know, I said, all right, I'm not letting you guys leave until you decide where this summer you're going to go at least one place. <laughs> and they're like, no, I know we can do it on our own or whatever. But we ended up sitting there. And, and fortunately, what happened was that they did go and do it. And they rented a place up in the nor- northwest for two months. And it didn't make a dent in their nest egg. Not, not one dent. But, you know, the sad part of this story is that she contracted uh, something that doesn't allow her to be out in the sunlight anymore. And so they can't really go and do that anymore. And, and, but they do bring up how grateful they were to be able to go and actually do that. And so, you know, life is short. At the same time, when you come in, I'm going to tell you it's long. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that, that longevity is there and that people are living a lot longer. But what we don't know, and through these last couple of years with COVID and everything else, we don't know when our time is going to come. And so that means we need to do our estate planning, make sure that that's in order. But we also need to, to look at our and have a plan that allows us to start 
start to do some of the things that we want to do in retirement and do it now. And, and when you have that plan, you know, being able to go through it and show people, and that's what it takes with these savers is being able to show, look, you can do this, gives you that peace of mind. So I, I know we harp on this over and over, but get off of your butts and get a plan, yeah. right? Come out and create that plan, regardless of where you think you're at, or if you're, if you think you're, you're re- doing really well, or you don't think you're doing that well, it's much better to know where you're at because with time you have more options to make a good plan so that retirement is like, like you were saying, like the golden girls, right? Where they, they can sit around and play bridge and have fun and do whatever, it, whatever it is that makes you happy in retirement. It's just a matter of being proactive and doing it. And as advisors, we're going to help you understand how to spend that money efficiently so that uh, you're keeping more than, than Uncle Sam and you're able to accomplish your goals. 480-680-6868. And as we're talking about changes going into 2022, Damon, you know, from your clients, from the community, what's the general feeling about RMDs? Do retirees, do they just hate it and want it to go away? <laughs> you know, it's interesting. People are in retirement. Typically, they're taking money out of their investments to, to supplement their income, etc. But once it becomes mandatory from the government, it yeah. becomes like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. You can't make me, right? I don't, I don't have to pay taxes. Um, <laughs> so, you know, you've got these required minimum distributions and um, they gave us a couple more years. You know, um, it used to be that at 70 and a half, you had to start taking out a required minimum distribution based off of a government formula that was based off of life expectancy. Well, people are living longer. And so they, they actually changed that uh, just recently in 2020. And, and now it's not till age 72 two that you have to take that required minimum distribution. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's two things that are certain in life and that's death and taxes. And, mm. and that's the whole point behind this is the government has allowed you to defer tax in your 401ks and IRAs for till age 72. Now you have to take a minimum out. And for some people that are already taking income, it doesn't change anything at all. But for those that, that have good pensions and, and their, their income's being met and now they have IRAs that have, they have to start taking out of sometimes some of these larger ones or beneficiary IRAs as well, it becomes uh, something that now puts them into a, a different tax bracket and they're having to give up more. And so creating tax efficiency is something that, that Matt and I have been talking about for a long time. In fact, a few years back, uh, we flew to uh, New York and we're on Fox Business talking about this tax efficiency thing because it's something that we've been looking at for a long time. And in order to do that, we have to understand the history of our taxes mm-hmm. and where we currently sit. And and to be honest with you, and I know taxes are going to be coming up, we are sitting at the lowest tax rates we've had in a very, very long time. And yet we have the largest amount of money saved. The biggest bulk of wealth in our country is in IRAs and 401ks. And a lot of that is with those people that the baby boomers and then those that are retiring now. And, and so those dollars have to be taxed. And so as part of a good retirement plan, when people are coming in, we're looking at it. We're looking at their income and saying, does it make sense before you hit 72 to start to take some conversions, to pay some of the tax ahead of time? Because we think you can do it at 
8% or 10% or 12% where in, if by waiting you may be paying it at 15, 20 or 25%. And so that's, that's almost like giving yourself additional returns on your money if you can reduce your taxes. So an RMD is just a place at age 72 that's going to make you start taking money out and pay taxes. And so having a good tax plan may be able to help you decide and have more choice in that because again, Nobody likes having to do something, yep. but if you can then turn it into a, I've created some tax efficiency so that when I get there, it's not such a huge tax hit. And I've got places where I can keep my income down so that I'm not giving more and more to Uncle Sam the, the older I get. There was a article from IRA expert Ed Slot where he said that RMDs should just be killed off altogether and the retirees you know, should take what they need when they need it and let the taxes fall where they may. Do you think we'll ever see the day when RMDs are gone? <laughs> you know, I don't right now with our national debt, yeah. right? With our national debt where it is, this is why we've been preaching for a long time that we don't even think our, our tax rates are going to stay where they're at. We think they're going to go up because we have a national debt problem. And the only way to, to solve that is to for the government to collect more taxes, either from individuals, which 47% of the revenue comes from individuals and the other comes from um, cities and corporations and, and those things. And so I, I just think that's not going away anytime soon, no matter how much we want it. Just like the, the flat tax probably isn't coming anytime soon, no matter how so many people you know clamor for it. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions. Investment advisory services offered through Acute Investment Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. Tax and or legal advice is not offered by either company or their affiliated companies. Consult with your tax and legal professionals for guidance on tax or legal matters. The information presented should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. All expressions of opinion are subject to change. We are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.